Welcome to the Better Being Me podcast. I am Joanne Hatchard, your host. This podcast is about how I use my neurodiversity to navigate the complexities and confronting aspects of parenting. We can explore the different supports and methods I use to sort out my shit to be a better parent. Together, we can discover what is going to work best for you to be calm, be connected, and be you. Welcome, Eileen, to Better Being Me podcast. Uh, Eileen has reached out through the wonderful community of SA Women it, to share her story. I put out there, I'm looking for guests for my podcast, Better Being Me. And Eileen was brave enough to step forward and say, yes, I have a big story that I want to share. There is change in her business and she's wanting to express her decision-making around that change and how life can be motivated by more than just money and more than the masculine. So thank you very much, Eileen, and welcome to the show. Thank you. So, yeah, I'm just really happy to be here today. Thanks for having me. Um, I guess you kind of give a good summary of, you know, my business. It's, it actually, well, currently it's still called The Crystal Project. Um, as we're recording this, currently it's still called The Crystal Project. Um, so basically, long story short, basically I came to Australia um, in 2009 I basically left everything back in um, in Singapore. It was I finished my bachelor degrees. I packed my bag. I don't know what I'm in for. I came here. It was meant for to be a holiday. Then I went back home and I was still thinking about Australia. So I came back here to do a master's degree. Um, and I kind of didn't turn back. Um, so 12 years on, um, after two master's degree, Australia is my home now. Um, and that's that's where I'm always I'm always really chasing the corporate rat race. My life has always been revolving around what I need to do next, what I need to study, how I need to get to the next level. It has always been moving up the ladder. And I don't know if we call it a Singapore culture um, or it's a personality thing. Um, it has always been really competitive. Um, then back in 2019, um, I, I broke my shoulder. I went to a surgery. Um, that was really, really tough for me because I've always been really active and it was through sports that I actually injured myself. I had so much time sitting at home thinking, so why am I doing this? Like I had that at that moment. It's like, why am I really doing this? Why am I really chasing? So what if I get there? What? do I get out of it? Um, so I've always came from a spiritual family. So at that point I started working, you know, you know, rehab, you know, I do my rehab stuff, but I also start focusing on my mindset and I start focusing on the spiritual side of it, which I kind of lost touch around, you know, over the years, you know, when you grow up as a teenager, you just want to go out and have fun. And it's not a cool thing. You know, I was listening to one of her podcasts. It's just like, I had it in me, but I hide it because <laughs> it's, it's just not the cool kid thing to talk about. Mm. Hey, I actually believe the energy of 
crystals I actually believe in manifesting you know like I actually believe in intuition it's it's not what a cool kid would actually do <laughs> so I kind of park it for a side but you know it's it's my upbringing so it's never never really left me so I went back and I actually got back into working on you know the energy of crystals and you know I started working on my mindset and started thinking about what do I actually want out of life and at that moment you know we had family plans and it was like a two years plan I was just like okay I'm gonna start tapping into the creative side of me because I've got all this time on hand and I just needed to do something that's where I started creating I started working in crystals again and I'm just like wow how did I actually forget about all these things that I had it since young um but it was always meant to be a mat leaf kind of plan um I don't know how it evolved um it's just I just do it and I was just like okay I'm going to start a business I'm going to start an Instagram page I'm going to start a business just for fun you know and it was in early 2020 when I started it and well who knew COVID COVID happens um it's kind of like a blessing disguise for the business because everyone's shopping online so it was good for me and I started thinking even more what am I doing with my corporate life because without going into too much detail it was I was in the wine industry and it's a very masculine kind of industry um and you know it's it's a lot of time not drinking they would be saying that that's a career limiting move um and it was it was driving me crazy because um I'm really active and I'm you know I'm very careful what I eat you know I do drink but it's very very moderate um and the working environment was just driving me crazy I was in tears um and I think it's the hardship at work that actually driven me to start thinking even more about what I really want out of my life and believe it or not it was actually sitting there making the jury not forgetting about everything else that actually saved me because I was in such a dark place um I don't know I was driving an hour and a half up to the wine region um each day each way um, by the time I get home, you know, you work overtime. By the time I get home, I was just mentally exhausted. But thank God it was just creating, you know, having something that actually take my mind off work. Um, then we fast forward. My business had a bit of growth, organically just grow. Um, and I lost my job in September. Yay! Um, <laughs> it is, it is. I mean, it was a bit of a, I always wanted out. But I was afraid because I've invested so much education, so much, so much time chasing, chasing something that I don't know, maybe it was for more money, maybe it was for the status, you know, moving up managerial positions. It was, it was, and the fact that I've studied two master's degree, work on myself, um, doing a lot of courses, getting certifications and stuff like that. And and then giving them up, I mean, it, I, I, did, I didn't dare to. And I say, believe it or not, the universe made the decision for me 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's much easier that way, isn't it? <laughs> so I left the job and I, well, I didn't leave the job. I lost my job, but it took a little while to adjust to it. And I never looked back and it was doing what I love um, without, without having people telling me that I'm not good enough and working for a future when I can have a lifestyle that if I'm going to start a family, I actually do have the lifestyle to, to, to do what I love and to be with, the fam- with my family. I think it took me a while. Growing up, it was always just, you know, you just want to get better in terms of work and stuff. But, you know, I think you appreciate family a little bit more. You appreciate your quiet time um, and you appreciate, just having enough um I mean there's a lot to adjust in terms of financially um we're losing a corporate job um <laughs> but but yeah so um on a, on a positive side it's it's been growing and again I you know the decision to do my own business um it's really to do what I love and to have a lifestyle but and then because it grows so quick I fall into the working 15 hours straight, no days off again. And then that's how I decided in December, I need to start working on a rebranding. And that's how By Eileen came about. So it would be a lot of designing, partial handmade. Um, and I could I could um, still incorporate crystals into it, but I could also incorporate other things that have got meaning. So it's no longer just a crystal jewelry, it's meaningful jewelry things that have got meanings, whether it's birthstones, whether is it um, name initials. Um, and I could actually explore, I outgrew my creativity. So that's the decision. And the only way, because oh, it sounds really crazy. I've got like this five years plan. It's, I really hope to be able, because, because of what I've been through, I really hope to be able to have a little, team of women only um whether is it in i'm currently thinking of like places like india or bali a team of women to actually give them a job um you know let them have a job so that they could financially support their kids to go to school um but that's a five years plan and the only way to do it is actually to make this move so I feel like I've spoken a lot, but <laughs> I just don't stop when I'm talking about this story. It's just, I just have so much fire in me at the moment, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, questions. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote them all down as you were talking in a way. And what, a, what, amazing, what an amazing journey you've gone through. So you're... You casually say that you've done your degrees now. I don't know if you know this, but in Australia, just one degree is pretty good. But you've actually got a, is a double major in, remind me. I've got um, two master's postgrad degree. Um, so yeah. I did my hospitality management first. I did pretty well. Um, and I love that because I love people. Um, I'm to sidetrack a little bit I'm actually really introvert like extreme introvert but I love working with people but when the doors are shut when I'm back at home I'm in my little cocoon Um, I um so that's my first degree 
Um, then I realized again, for the purposes of moving up, you need to be financially sound. So I did an accounting degree. So I'm actually a certified accountant as well, um, which is helpful. All of these are helpful when I'm mm-hmm. running my own business. That's right. Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> Amazing. And I think it just goes to um, show how much you're willing to put in of yourself and as your time to meet your desires and meet your wishes it's not about instant gratification for you like you said you've got a five-year plan I've got like a week overview (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could be like that because I'm I'm an over planner and that's kind of like a weakness of me I'm an I plan so much that anything that deviates gives me a little bit of anxiety and I need to take a moment and like regroup Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I wish I have this a little bit more. But I'm working on it. I'm working on being a little bit more spontaneous. I'm working on it. <laughs> but in all of that, so the introversion, that that um, having to deal with changes in situations and changes in planning, you decide to change countries. <laughs> what? There yeah. must have been some moment in time that you have just gone you know what um I really need to up my <laughs> upset myself entirely like what was the <laughs> replanting based on well um I mean I was young um I had an ex-partner in Australia so that helped oh, the motivated the motivation but really at that point I was young and I was really um ambitious um I mean, to look back, I probably was overambitious. I really wanted to be different. And I really wanted to challenge myself um, because not a lot of um, not a lot of us ask at 20, 20 years old, um, which is decide to pack a back. But I literally finished my degree. One week later, I was just go like, mom, I'm leaving. <laughs> they couldn't stop me because I'm a rebellious kid. Um, and... Yeah, I just, I, I wanted to see what's out there for me rather than just staying and being safe. And that's not something um, my personality type is good at, to be honest. Um, but that was probably the scariest thing I've done. The first scariest thing that I've ever done in my life. It's just, yeah, I'm doing it whatever happens well I did get my dad just like oh can you sign me a credit card just in case I need an air ticket to come home but that's but I never used it so (laughs) that was a backup plan you know like I'm an overthinker you know as I said but it's really stepping out my comfort zone and to remind myself you know that there could be more out there that that I haven't explored um and that was yeah desire to find out what you're missing out on that's right and being in Singapore it's it's a very very fast-paced country um we are always always working like my mates are still working 40 50 50 hours you know and they're going and my brother he's working seven days a week they're working and I was just like surely there must be a better way um to have a lifestyle Mm. and you know when you're on the other side of the wall you read about the grass 
here, like the crust yeah. in Australia, <laughs> it's like green pastures, you know, <laughs> great lifestyle. Um, yeah, but... that you've um, you know, you've changed and you've moved to a, a you know a comparatively slower culture. That's for sure, but you we're obviously not perfect with there is a, a drinking culture that <laughs> no, it's not it's not a hundred percent your dream right but um <laughs> I don't know if we have to work less because we drink more I don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to think yeah <laughs> so it's nice that you've recognized that it's not you that's going to change. Like you're not going to pick up drinking just to blend. Um, mm-hmm. You've kind of shown your bravery yet again and gone, well, I'm going to create my own path. I'm going to do it my own way. And by create, you know, by creating the by Eileen, you're, you're forging your own path and pulling back some of that rebellion that you had as a, a, a teen of, of dismissing your spirituality so I think it's an amazing um, journey that you're going on and it's surprising now because, you know, in, a, in Australia, I guess it's a Christian-based culture and the teens do rebel from that as well. <laughs> but I think, you know what, they rebel to the spiritual. <laughs> so it's very interesting that, you know, what you were rebelling from a whole bunch of people have embraced in in Australia and in um you know as a rebellion from the Christian culture yeah I think well I didn't grow up uh, see I grew up in a Buddhist family mm-hmm. but when I was really young um my parents actually sent me to a Christian like to a Christian school mm-hmm. um they're really open yes they're really religious in that way but they're really open. Like I read the Bible. Um, I know what are the teachings in Buddhist. And right now, if my mom, my mom, we, we, we chat a lot and she just say, at the end of the day, it is not a religion. It is all religions are meant to teach you well. At the end of the day, it is just doing good, you know, just being kind, being compassionate, you know, just doing good for the community and for the world like it you don't need a religion to do that at the end of the day it's it's just yeah really it's just about you know I believe a lot in karma um I mean karma sounds a bit woo woo you know to some people but it really it's a matter of what goes around comes around you know and and I really believe we we, we you know in, in what I'm being taught it's you know you need to give to receive um and yeah and I live by that and hence I gave up the rat race um and I really want to do more for the community um and that's my ultimate goal yeah that sounds like an amazing dream to have um jewelry makers in Bali having them being supported um and I can, I can see how your energy would be contagious, like your passion and your dreams around not just creating beautiful jewellery, but also having that jewellery hold your energy and spread through your customers that way. 
Mm. So to have your energy imbued, not just on the jewellery, but on the other people that are making the jewellery. Yeah. It's just um, expansive tenfold, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think having a mission, like I feel like I have a mission. I mean, again, it could sound a little bit woo to some people, but when I first started out, I was just like, well, when can I start giving back? You know, when can I make enough to start giving back? Well, even though I'm not making enough, but well, I'm not making a lot, but I have enough. And this is where I'm, this is the next step, you know, and this, this is a very powerful goal for me. Um, and jewelry everywhere, you know, you have jewelry, it's a saturated market, but at the end of the day, it needs to have a meaning, like everything needs to have a meaning for me. Um, and yeah, that's what I'm really hoping for, you know, just to spread the kindness, to spread the compassionate, you know, compassion. Um, and yeah, to even if it means helping one family, you know, at a time. Yeah. I think you will have, you definitely have the drive and the passion to reach your goal. Five years, I think maybe, mm, I think maybe three years would be more realistic. <laughs> I'll aim for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you make your jewellery, what is your process around, I know, um, feeling what the, the the crystal wants to be created? How does it want to be presented? Mm-hmm. What's your process in doing that? Well, that's currently, well, I do everything from start to finish currently. Um, but even with the new bioline, um I take very, I take a conscious effort to make sure that where I'm getting the people to do it has to be like, they, they have to have a fair environment, they have to have fair trade, they have to be paying their people, right? I think, you know, it's a whole journey because I also believe in the energy transfer, you know, and there are times when I'm feeling, you know, not too amazing I have to stop because I feel like there is a transfer of energy um you know it's you know put it another way if you're not feeling good you show up on social media people pick it up because you're forcing yourself to do that or if you're not feeling good you turn up to a party people know that and I think at the end of the day it's the whole process has to be right has to feel right who I'm working with has to feel right. Um, and that really is, you know, if there are days where I push myself and you could see it's not like currently if I'm going to make the jury, I could give it tangles and it just doesn't want me to do it. And that's when, you know, you've got to stop. Yeah. You really got to that's a stop. real change from your time when you're um, doing all your studies and living in Singapore where the culture is push, push, push. I, I appreciate that you've taken the time to understand what your body is saying and, and what your energy is giving out before you start the work rather than discovering you're about to headbutt a wall and slide down it. Mm. Yeah, and I think, I think that's, that took a while to learn. That took um, a lot of failure to learn. Um, that took working in a bad corporate environment to learn that sometimes the only way to move forward is actually to take a step back. And I think that's what 
a lot of women forget because we are such nurturer like we all we want to do is give you know we've you know I, I'm not a mom yet I'm a dog mom but I'm not a mom yet but I, I have all my friends who are you know who have children all they want to do their sole purpose is to give and I see them working so hard especially those with you know small businesses to see them working so hard that they forget that sometimes you need to take a step back and sometimes you need to feel aligned with yourself you need to give yourself um, a break mm. so that you can continue giving you know I think that's just it took a while for me to learn it took a lot of oh, a lot of failure um, a lot of breakdowns um, a lot of mouthing moments <laughs> but I'm still learning, like I still push, um, but I'm still learning. Um, and it would take, you know, it's not something that you learn overnight, but yeah, I'm working on it. Yeah. Yeah. What's one of your first things that you notice? Is there something in the body that happens when you're tired? Like my eye. Yeah. <laughs> That's a physical part of it. And uh, I get um, my thoughts are not, the first thing is probably I'm not focused. And self-doubt start, start coming in when I'm really, really tired. Self-doubt, um, what's that called? Imposter syndrome comes in. You could, like, this is, there would be times where I'm up at 3 a.m. I couldn't sleep at all. It's just like, what if I'm not good enough? Like, what if people do not like my stuff, you know? And I actually realise all because I'm really, really tired. And that's where the mean goal starts um, talking in my head um, and, you know, really recognising and acknowledging that it is okay to feel this way. It is okay that you're tired, but what are you doing about it? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of time people, myself as well, it's like a lot of time I just hype hide my stress, hide my, um, you know, fear. But I'm learning how to validate that I'm not going to have 24-7, you know, feeling amazing. I'm not going to have, you know, amazing feeling 365 days. No, I'm only human. <laughs> and there are days where I'm not feeling all that good. And that's where I really should take a step back because I've allowed it to escalate before mm -hmm. and that is no good being a dark place um but I've learned to acknowledge and to work on myself um when that happens yeah yeah so what's your first bit of self-care oh really it's just shutting down my computer and just not doing too much um I like listening to podcasts I mean that's not entirely shutting down because I'm still learning and I'm still thinking about business but at least I'm not physically doing like I'm not replying emails I'm not drawing I'm not making I'm not looking for suppliers you know at least I'm learning and maybe for me um self-development and learning has always been um my kind of self-care because I feel like I'm working on myself um I mean the thing is I'm such an introvert I, I don't go to parties and stuff like that so that's not really 
a method of self-care for me I think um, I go to the gym a lot um, and I channel my energy a lot um, into training or I just really I'll just go out and get some fresh air and yeah I'm pretty simple pretty basic like that um, but getting my me time it's my self-care like not having to talk to anyone um, is really my go-to as an extreme introvert I sit on a spectrum of 25 out of 30 there was of that I cannot remember in terms of that spectrum yeah mm. it sounds um like you're single-minded I guess so you're not going to allow yourself to return to the depression state or that dark spot so um I think it's admirable that you have seen that in yourself and that um you've created methods and steps of pulling yourself up and dusting yourself off and doing it before it is like harder to get back to an equilibrium yeah yeah I think that's that it took a while to learn and I'm not perfect um but I'm still working on it. But I think at the end of the day, I've, I've gone through the whole phase mm. um, to be a happier me again. And, and yeah, I've just got to have this self-reminder that um, do not get back to that space. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you're so oh. good. <laughs> I'm not perfect. I'm working no, on it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Perfect is unattainable, so there's no point in even attempting to put that in your five-year plan. <laughs> I know, and that's a sort of another flaw of me. Like, oh, I'm such a perfectionist. Sometimes it does myself no good at all because I'm such a perfectionist. I it's found that bad. perfectionism has been driven from um, the need for controlling outcomes so if you have a, a goal that you want to attain then you've measured your steps to attain that goal and there generally when you plan you don't plan for everything to happen in the last half an hour like you you measure out those steps and you divide it equally so each day you do a certain amount right um, and perfectionism doesn't allow for missteps or time taken off so um my you know my my throw out to you would be to say don't plan it equally just plan the action but you don't plan the time does that make sense yeah I mean it certainly does um you know I'll I, 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 and right now I do allow a little bit of buffer here and there. Um, and yeah, I mean, it definitely helps when I'm running my own business because I could work up to 12 a.m. if things don't go as, <laughs> as planned. Um, whereas in the past, when you're working a nine to five plus plus, um, it's, it's, a, it's a different story. Yeah, but definitely, yeah. As a perfectionism, you'll get over it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything from Singapore that you're missing here? Oh, lots. You know, I haven't, well, the 
the primary thing the main thing is well I haven't gone back since mm. COVID mm. so family you know friends and I think food yeah uh I think I think that's the main thing like I really want to go back and you know have you know home cooked food mm. you know ev- everywhere you go to is just food everywhere um and probably going out to dinner to you know sit and chat to really like um and the shops do not close at five <laughs> or nine um that's a good and bad thing because I've, I've I've thought about it for a while when I first moved here um it's just like oh I was just why are the shops closed at five but then over the years I was just like yeah because they want to give everyone a life yeah. and then I was just like yeah right now I'm just like why does Singapore not have life <laughs> and it just switches <laughs> but yeah I think I think what I miss most about Singapore really the people my my, my family and just really the food yeah what's your favorite um, recipe what's the favorite I, food you're missing thank god you're not asking for a recipe because i can't <laughs> <laughs> um i think it's just the straight food um, yeah. there's just so many i don't know like I, I cannot even start but you know things like chili crab and all they're real they're really good they're really really good back at home when you get real stuff um <laughs> is that chili not hot enough <laughs> oh definitely not like my, my, my partner do not understand why i have chili in everything including pizza <laughs> it, yeah it's some things don't change <laughs> A lot of change, <laughs> but some things on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. My my dad used to pride himself on how much chili he could eat, and you know he would work in China every now and then, um, and then he realized how much chili he can't actually eat. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you know, as an Australian standard, he's pretty good, but. When pretty he went good, over yeah. to China, it was like that was just what we were having on their breakfast cereal, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of savory um, congee and stuff. I think back in China, in mm. China, yeah. Well, it's been an absolute dream talking to you, Eileen. Um, do you have any? Well, you've given me, you know, half an hour pearls of wisdom, but do you have any parting words or what are your intent? No, we know all of that. Oh. What do you want to say <laughs> to end up? <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. I've got so many messages. <laughs> I think I think for me, you know, throughout this whole process of starting my own business, you know, realizing what I want, it's at the end of the day, you really you know we need to follow what we truly love. Um, you know, following your passion, you know, and sometimes it means just having enough and to really recognize what you really want out of out of life and you know what what's um the main important thing and you know yes I study so much but at the end of the everything happened at that point it was meant to be um 
I studied hospitality because I loved it then and it's okay. Oh, coming from a perfectionist, it is okay that plans deviate because I believe a lot in the universe, whatever that happens now would lead you to the path that you want to be, like you want to be at at the end of the day. It's just taking the leap, um, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway. Um, and if you keep following your passion and if you keep following what your heart tells you to, even if what you're doing right now doesn't seem to make any sense, it will all be when you get to the journey, when you get to your goal, when you get to your dream. Um, yeah, and that's what I live for right now. And that's just, yeah, just my little message. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you very much. How can people find you on the social medias? Um, so I'm starting by Eileen. So it's going to be on Instagram. It will be by underscore Eileen. Right now, the social media page is The Crystal Project. Um, but I think at the time of this podcast release, it could be, it would probably moved on to by underscore Eileen. Um, and it would be on Facebook. It would be by Eileen Drury. And yeah. And I cannot wait to share with you all the magical pieces that I've created. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to see them. Um, they look absolutely amazing. Your story is absolutely amazing. Your dreams and your goals are absolutely amazing. Thank you very much for your time and your energy and your sharing. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> and bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Please subscribe so you can stay in touch with the latest releases of the show. Uh, review the show would be amazing. Thank you very much. And you can check me out on Instagram at uh, better being me or one word, lowercase, underscore BBME, or on Facebook, better being me. Thank you so much and we'll see you next time. Okay, bye for now.